Hi guys, the following episode of Chisky Pop contains mature language and sexual content. Listener discretion is advised. What are you doing? What are you doing? If you can get your This is Papu and this is Sweetie and you're listening to Chisky Pop, your bi-weekly dose of all things sexy, desi, funny and filmy. For December's Aaj Ka Kabutar, episode 79, our penultimate episode of the season, Papu and I give out our final Show the Bhindi of the Year. We also have a serious conversation about sexual assault that has been in the news lately. And then we move on to some light banter where we talk about American Thanksgiving, holiday movies and much, much more. So stay tuned. everyone yay we did it we finally made it yes <laughs> this is all my fault no it's not your fault no no i did i delayed the podcast because i couldn't get out of bed well i didn't wake you up also <laughs> no that's not your responsibility man we actually had like outlines ready like two weeks ago but my ass couldn't get out of bed yeah. no it was terrible like papu basically was all ready to go and record every morning and then i would pass out like can you imagine papu i'm in bed and my cats two big warm fur balls on either side of my body like yeah your cats are like those ikea uh, you know the fluffy pillows with the fur it's like so soft <laughs> the ones you put on chairs and stuff yeah my cats are exactly like that and they're warm <laughs> and then they like kiss you it's too much man it's too much low and i'm like f- need the heat right now and it's very deceiving like the sun is out there but it's mm-hmm. like you go outside and it's like the cold pierces mm-hmm. your soul it's that kind of cold it is beautiful weather we have a very long weekend and uh, the streets are so like the city feels so empty um i don't have any plans so i'm 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 actually loving it just being at home my uh, flatmate is off on a solo trip to amsterdam i hope she like takes a bunch of mushrooms and finds herself mm-hmm. and i'm winnie the pooing it which is basically tops no bottoms <laughs> oh hey no chaddies on oh no Woo-hoo. i do have my chaddies on i just don't have my pajamas on <laughs> just, you know winnie the pooh didn't wear chaddies just that's that's what you put out there just <laughs> FYI. Airing the Vayanya. <laughs> But what have we been up to then this whole time we've been gone? Nothing. Oh. Nothing has changed. Nothing happened, guys. No. Life just stayed stagnant, right? There is a lot of stuff happening in my life, but I'm just kind of concentrating on going ahead with things. Um, so I just, like, I've just been busy, you know, just uh, working on uh, some of my other projects. 
stuff. And Papu's a big ball of stress when she's doing like important stuff. She's just like this little like tense bunny that's hopping yes. up and down. I keep walking up and down the house, just like talking to myself. No, that's awesome. That's a mad genius side of you that's coming. It's the manic no. pixie dream girl is enhanced to full volume, Papu. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I no, I keep shouting, and I'm I'm sure my neighbors think that I'm. I don't know. Just wait. This is fascinating. What are you shouting about? Talking on the phone, or I just keep saying no or yes, and just like start talking random bits of stuff that's happening in my head. That's good. I'm very glad that you're keeping yourself busy and and you know being a good girl. I have been doing nothing with my life. Oh, I bought a Christmas tree. Wait, no, no, yes, yes, yes. yes. I bought a Christmas tree and then it got stolen and then I bought another what? Christmas tree. So that was nice. How can it get stolen? The first Christmas tree I ordered from Amazon and it straight up got stolen. What do you mean? You they left it outside your house? No, they said they delivered it. The mailman on the on the website said it was delivered and then I just never got my package and when I called up the person he's like Oh, yeah, we delivered it. And I'm like, no, you didn't, man. I know. I would know if you delivered it. Nobody came to our house. So I guess the mailman stole my Christmas tree. That is so... So that happened. What a grinchy thing to do. A refund? I got my refund from Amazon. Yeah, I called up Amazon. I was like, so your mailman stole my tree? Can I get a refund? And they were like mortified (laughs) about it. Uh, But no, anyway, I got another tree on Black Friday sale. For those I of think you who don't know what Black Friday that. is, it's like a Thanksgiving. We'll talk about uh, Black Friday and what are our thoughts about consumerism. <laughs> it's creeping on to other places. So. Is it? Yes. You will be surprised. They have it in like India and they're like, Black Friday and they see they're like, huh? Like, uh, no, the? seriously. It is a very big thing in the Middle East. Great. They don't call it Black Friday because Friday is supposed to be Holy Day. Uh, so it's uh, Amazon has White Friday in the Middle East. Ah, and okay, uh, a, a lot of other retailers call it Yellow Friday, Pink Friday. These are literally what they're, it's called. Or White Week. But anyway, I don't know why it's called Black Friday. <laughs> I hope it doesn't have any reason racist undertones you'll never know with america anyway <laughs> yes yeah, so i got my tree and it came with lights and i got it for 20 dollars cheaper okay so fuck you mailman who stole my tree wow yeah so very happy about that it's like so exciting now it's officially christmasy but you know what i did do that's gonna mortify mm-hmm. all, all the catholic christians listening i turned my star tree or my husband's idea we turned the star tree into the star that's on the top of the tree mm-hmm. uh we rotated it so it's a pentagram now on top of the tree <laughs> so that was one addition that i changed from growing no wonder up. it looks a little wonky i was like okay <laughs> shut up so mean are you just criticizing my tree did this girl just go there do you want to fight me best it's the perfect tree now it has a pentagram on it as an atheist i find it amusing so um how else are you gonna put like the little um mementos on your tree like yeah oh no don't worry memories. my mother-in-law has already seen the tree and she wants to give me all the little ornaments that my husband made as a child and i'm just like okay give. Oh, that is so she's cute. kept everything you know something with like mom and sons right like mera beta, my son <laughs> oh so every single thing my husband has ever done in his life she has kept that's beautiful oh my gosh really is it though okay fine all right no i would be that person would you really (laughs) not not every little thing because i'm a little bit critical also you know i'll be like maybe this is not your best work can we do that like as a parent can you (laughs) promise me that you'll do that like not everything your child gives you needs to go in the fridge please promise me that yeah and i'm the kind of person when i decorate my christmas tree i like to design it Mm. like i'll put up only the gold ornaments first oh yes you're one of those (laughs) 
You have a three theme yes. every year. Okay, so it has to have a color scheme. So this is going to be an interesting compromise between my husband and my my our new family Christmas tree. Well, ritual. When I yes. saw your tree, I thought uh, it was white and champagne because uh, that's exactly the, the colors I picked. I only yeah. picked champagne. Thank you, Papu. Thank you. But now <laughs> See, I noticed. <laughs> I have to put up like handmade paper mache, like globs of stuff now to keep my husband happy because I love him. <laughs> but but mm. the artist in me is going to be modified it's just going to be like oh, no the perfect tree that i designed with the <laughs> champagne colors will no longer be the perfect tree but it's fine whatever anyway <laughs> christmas is going to be here soon i guess in america once thanksgiving is over then christmas starts that's officially mm. the month of christmas now i thought up. christmas starts in september that's uh, not really because halloween <laughs> hasn't happened yet but yeah we're kind of the moment the cold <laughs> hits in north america it's already like you know santa and claus it's is mariah carey season <laughs> it's mariah carey season and that's not a joke it's it she literally owns christmas that's a fact yeah. So uh why don't we take a quick break papadaps and then we can finally like update our listeners on all the craziness that has been happening Sure So, mm. uh, in the past two weeks, quite a few things have happened. Papu and I like had stuff on our list that we were going to talk about, and then we erased it because now it's like old news. Like it's two weeks old. That was like ten years ago, right, Papu? It feels so far away. Yes. So usually when we start with our uh, stuff, our ajka kabooter and stuff, uh, we like to start with the serious topics and then move to the light topics just to you know balance it out. Uh, but before we get into that, I think it's time for us to give our final the show the bhindi of the year. Yes, of 2019. I think you should. We've been really bad about that. It, yes, no, you should announce it. You're <laughs> the one who picked her, you silly goose. You pick it. So Papu found this amazing show the bhindi woman that we're going to honor our coveted award to. Uh, as Papu always says, you do it. You do it. What is it? Our show the bhindi award. Show the bhindi means bhindi stands for lady's finger. So. When we award someone a show the bindi award, it is that per- it is because that person has shown the proverbial finger to the face of patriarchy and made a statement in some way, either through their actions or through their achievements. And this week's its recipient is this young woman who is an athlete, Ooh. and she is. Can you please? Tell us her achievement. Uh, okay, well, her name is Smriti Mandhana, and she has become the second fastest Indian cricketer. Wow. Ooh, girl, you go, girl. Oh, my God, that is really, really cool. Uh, where did you hear about her, Papu? Um, I just came across her mention on, I think, Twitter. And I especially took note of it because I know that you are a fan of cricket. You love watching the game now that i'm here it's falling off the wagon a little bit but yes i do mm. enjoy it and i want to get more into women's cricket because i know our team is really yeah. really good right she became the fastest indian cricketer to reach 2000 runs Ooh. okay and this is 
uh, more than uh, our um, uh, other, you know, Indian cricket bigwigs, which is Virat Kohli, Saurav Ganguly, and even uh, Naujod Singh Sindhu. Um, she hit a match-winning fifty runs against West Indies and Antigua. Yeah, it took Man- really? uh, it took Mandana only fifty-one innings to cross two thousand runs mark against the Indian men's team skipper Virat Kohli, who accomplished the target in fifty-three oh. innings. So there is a quite a bit of a gap, um, and wow. uh, that is pretty amazing. And she's pretty young, right? Like, she's just... How old is she? Doesn't look too old. Maybe in her 23 years old. And she is now the fastest Indian woman cricketer to reach the milestone run in 51 innings. Yeah, just 23 years old. Oh, my God. This is awesome. And so she's also the third fastest woman to reach 2,000 runs in one-day international Mm. after two Australian women, Belinda Clark and Meg Lanning. This is a great find, Papu. Good job. Yeah. I love her already. Yeah. Smriti Mandana. Congrats, girl. Yeah. All this talk about showing the bhindi makes me want bhindi bhaji. Bhindi sabzi. <laughs> I will eat. All right. Awesome. So she gets our coveted award for 2019. So that is it for the year for the show, The Bhindi. It's like an epic moment, guys. Just soak it in. <laughs> so next in topic is actually kind of very sad. This is something that happened very recently. So this was... Trigger warning um, yeah. to all our listeners. Big trigger warning. Uh, two very, very sad stories on two different sides of the planet that took place. Uh, we are talking about... So if you're triggered by rape, then you might want to just skip like a few minutes because we will be talking about a story that broke um, about this young woman who is again, uh, who was again 26 or... 27 uh, years old only. Veterinary only surgeon, a uh, veterinary doctor, uh, sorry, in Hyderabad who was uh, brutally raped, killed, and Ugh. then burned. So, um, I mean, it was horrible. It was absolutely gruesome. Uh, I, I'm reading uh, from the Indian Express. Like, she went back to her vehicle, and they told her that she had a tire that was deflated, and then they offered to help her. Which, by the way, it would have. It seems to be premeditated, premeditated, mm-hmm. because uh, these men, like when she'd gone to a shop and came back, she found that her scooty, her moped, uh, the tire was deflated. So they might have. So they targeted yeah, her. Yeah. So they would have noticed her and they targeted her, and then approached her to help. Uh, yeah, they basically brutalized her body. Like just, it was it was horrible. It was the most violent thing I had read in a while I mean I know this happens often in India but just the way the sheer violence of it is really jarring to read you know and of course in India this is kind of um, it brings back the memories of the attack that happened in 2012 as well right yeah nothing much has changed women are still so severely unsafe in India uh yeah, I just when I came across this, I, my first feeling was just if, like I just slumped because I just didn't know what to say. You just cry yourself hoarse uh, by just, you know, talking about your outrage. But how does that help? How what, it's inconceivable to reach someone who can think of something like this. I mean, what do you even Just say? why? Why would you... What is going on in your mind that is making you so angry that you have to just 
completely take it out on another human being so violently it's like the power the entitlement that they need to feel is is insane and here's the thing like um i know i said earlier like in india it's also unsafe for women but also just i think women in general around the world are unsafe specifically india it's quite bad but in america actually like when pappu told me about the story with this girl uh there was another story i read that a young desi girl or i think she's sri lankan ruth george was sexually assaulted and killed in Chicago in the US for turning down the cat calls of a man he basically followed her to her car raped her and killed her because she denied his cat calls and his advances he came at her young young girl okay college student the one uh, the woman who was just uh, attacked yesterday uh, she called her sister yeah uh, in hyderabad she called her sister when her um, she noticed that there was uh, a puncture in a tire and uh, she's like i'm trying to get it fixed uh, and she did tell her that you know i'm suspicious about these two guys over here uh i don't feel very safe she knew it yeah and uh, and right after that her sister called her back and she wouldn't pick up her phone and that's like a horrible feeling imagine what would be going through that's a horror movie i can't even imagine what those few minutes were like for her and her sister the and panic more than that for her sister and because her sister would be trying to reach her and then she would call the police and when the police finally do get there all they they don't find her and she was found i think the next day uh by a cleaner uh because there was like you know the the body was half burnt so jeez like the violence of it like i'm trying to digest that but i can't i cannot understand it's when it's it's when the animal in that person just comes out like you're no longer a person with morals or with anything you've become you've like embraced that animal in you i just have no words but so what is what is happening now like have they caught these men there was like four of them right they were uh, truck drivers I, i i don't even know at this stage like what kind of a punishment like this is like systematic abuse now at this rate like it is something that is you know kill these men hang them burn them but i don't even know like what that'll do mm. right like it's just those four men will be gone but this still this kind of abuse this kind of women feeling um, unsafe will still continue well, we move from here because i really don't know what to do with this feeling i, I when uh, nirbhay happened it, it just rocked the whole jyoti singh yeah jyoti singh uh, yeah when yeah. that happened it, uh, it completely shocked the whole world and india and because of the violence and how how bad it, it was it put india under a magnifying lens like everybody was looking at the country like dude what the fuck is going on with your men mm-hmm. i i really do hope that something does happen with these men at some point really i just want some kind of justice to be done somewhere something i can't even imagine yeah how her family is even going to mm-hmm. move past this i just i don't know so i feel for them and i feel for everybody yeah. that's been hurt by this and every other woman that's probably going to go through this today tomorrow as they're just walking down the street mm. um now speaking of uh, we're going to continue with the conversation by the way so if you guys are still uh, not wanting to listen to stories about rape and sexual assault please keep 
moving forward. Um, one perpetrator that has actually been kind of being held accountable finally comes from the royal family, the British royal family. Prince Andrew is kind of finally um, getting his due mm. after a long time. Um, for those of you who don't know exactly what is going on, Jeffrey Epstein, quote unquote, didn't kill himself, uh, who was this horrible billionaire sex trafficker from the USA. By the way, there's a really good podcast out there called um, The Something Something Jeffrey Epstein. I can't remember, but it really goes into the history of who he was and the connections he mm. had. Like this guy knew the Pope. Mm. He knew Prince Andrew, who was directly from the royal family. Like he knew uh, Bill Clinton. So Prince Andrew actually was in a photograph with an underage girl at the age of 14 and he was has his arms around her with Jeffrey Epstein. This girl came out mm. and, and basically said that I was given to a prince and then it turned out to be Prince Andrew. Uh, and he's been completely denying it, denying it all these years. And then like a few weeks ago, he gave an interview <laughs> which bombed. Did you did you see that interview, Papu, at all? Did you did you I saw clips of it. It was so horrible where he is like you can see it on his face. He's saying things like, Oh, uh, but I don't drink and um I went to the nightclub and uh, I, I don't know where the bar is. Like it's, it's so random and you can see that this guy is so shifty. He is just not a good liar. No, he's, uh, he, I think they fired the, the PR woman or whatever that uh, has been basically working with him for 23 years. Uh, they finally fired him <laughs> for making him do this interview because it was <laughs> such a disaster, such a disaster. And he basically completely distanced himself from Epstein, which is bullshit because they were like BFFs. Everyone knows this. And then he said something really stupid. Um, he said that it could not be him in the photo because he doesn't sweat. Yeah. He's like, right? Like, isn't that, he said something really stupid. Oh, no. He said that because uh, this girl, uh, this woman, she said that uh, when uh, uh, one of the things she remembers about Prince Andrew is that he sweated a lot. And um, oh. uh, he, his reply to that was that, no, it can't be me because I don't sweat. Oh, God. So, uh, the internet took that and ran with it and started putting pictures of him like all like in, in a club like with his arms and like kind of his face glistening with a bit of sweat and he's like oh but he doesn't sweat oh my god <laughs> like what like whoever told him to say all that was a complete PR disaster for the royal family like they have completely distanced themselves from him uh, they are, I think he's asked to move out, right, from the... Oh, he has de decided, uh, so he had a meeting with the, the Queen, and uh, then he uh, released a formal uh, uh, thing to withdraw himself from uh, royal duties. Oh, hi, hi. And uh, he won't be getting his, uh, uh, you know, stipend, which is basically all these royal people get a certain monthly income for basically doing nothing. Um, Paid by tax dollars of the British citizens. Yes. Good so, job, guys. These are just old farts. Like, 
Really? Uh, seriously, dude, I could not live in a country that supports the monarchy, man, says the girl who lives in British Columbia. Anyway, uh, this is owned by the Queen. This is the Queen's land. For those of you who don't know what I meant by that, Canada is literally the Queen's land. If the Queen walked up to me right now and said, sweetie, get out of your house. Really? I want to move in here. I'll be like, all right, Queen Mother, this is your land. Peace out. So do the... Canadian dollars go, like tax dollars go to her? Okay. No, thankfully they don't. <laughs> they don't go to her. But technically by law, she owns the land, I think, if I'm not mistaken, because we do pledge allegiance to the queen. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, <clears throat> Prince Andrew is out for now. Mm. Uh, and he might even be stripped of his uh, his medals or whatever from the from the army. I think they all have to do ROTC training or something. Oh, right? that is like participation medal. Oh, you participate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job so for finishing this training. <laughs> yes, basically. So they are taking away his participation uh, his medals. Participation medals. Yes, yes, yes. So. Uh, good, good for him. I hope he goes away disgraced and sulks. And of course, I think the royal family will try to cover this up and just be like, haha, Prince Andrew, who? I don't know what you're talking about. And he'll suddenly disappear from all the royal photos and none, none of us will know. It, he'll never, we'll never know. They can mm. actually erase him from history, Papu. Mm. The power they yield. So, just all like right, so, white people erase slavery. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of white people and slavery, uh, Papu, you know what just happened on what? the North American hemisphere? Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yes, yes, we're segueing. We went, you know, we started talking about slavery and white people, and I thought, why not? Like, Thanksgiving is the perfect topic to bring up right now. Um, Yes, Papu, Thanksgiving just happened in America. Uh, it is a very big holiday for them. Mm. Uh, they like to cook a lot of foods and speak about what they're thankful <sighs> of. And Talking uh, about food, oh my God, my Insta stories are filled with disgusting food. I don't like white Ooh. people food, which is just, just, it's a mess. It looks like, you know, potatoes and just like this giant big piece of turkey which sometimes just looks raw so american thanksgiving is a f i'm reading off wikipedia straight up it's a federal holiday in the u.s of a celebrated on the fourth thursday of november it's originated as a harvest festival hence why they have all the pumpkins and all that crap thanksgiving has been celebrated with a so basically it's observed as first thanksgiving and it was celebrated by the pilgrims after the first harvest in 1621 and uh yeah so boxing day has to do with black friday and thanksgiving so for some reason food and shopping is intertwined now and i don't know how or why that is a thing the idea is that people shop right now for christmas because so oh. that's why boxing day was supposed to kind of fall on a day when people would go shopping uh, and deals were put to encourage people to which by the way is stupid why do you need to get a gift for everyone i did not understand this until i started learning more about america and americans and but you didn't grow up with christmas papu that's no, why i don't know about christmas i grew up with christmas there's just presents for the kids okay i love it man i f***ing love christmas but i don't know you're just it is it's just consumerism i don't i don't know why <laughs> i don't know <laughs> 
I don't know why we give gifts. I literally, I just thought for as long as I thought Santa was giving me gifts, okay? And then suddenly he stopped. And then it was like, okay, I guess we give each other gifts. But it's very stressful. It's very stressful. And Boxing Day is shitty because honestly, they sell like crappy stuff for Boxing Day. You you literally buy stuff you don't need. You just well, want to get it. Yeah. And for the longest time, uh, newspaper, like these uh, CNN and all these news people would uh, uh, show pictures of hordes of people just descending upon Best Buys and just going oh, like a mob. The Black Friday videos. Dude, that is America's oh. embarrassment. It was some sort of weird poverty porn, you know? No, like, it's horrible. It's, it's really bad. It's the it's the dark side of America besides the gun shooting and like the slavery. It's the other dark side. Mobs of people waiting at 3 a.m. to get like stuff on discount. They come in like... I don't know what, like a cavalry and attacking the salespeople, fighting each other to get a TV. To it's bad, it's man. Bad. Like they come with bruises and stuff. <laughs> it's like, the other. I don't understand the this. other bad part of uh, these discounts, or even before in November, you have the Singles Day sale, which is Alibaba's, um, uh, you know, version of sale, which is on eleven eleven. Singles people, and uh, it, it has been like it's been uh, there since two thousand nine. Uh, but it's such a big success. Like last year, it did like, I don't know, 80 billion or whatever. And this year also, it, it did like record sales. But um, just after that binging, um, I saw a report about how the streets are littered with packaging. You have to think of how much, uh, you know, um, stress you're putting on uh, the uh, the rest of the system because then all these deliveries yep. have to go out. There, there are people like who are making your deliveries in really bad conditions outside. Um, they are rushing. And some of them will even steal your packages. Sorry, go on. <laughs> but Sorry, I'm talking about my tree that got stolen. Okay, <laughs> sorry, please go on. No, but the, it's horrible for these delivery guys. I feel bad for them. It is. They, I do feel bad for them. They're totally exploit, especially the Amazon ones. They're man. exploited. Like the they have next Amazon, day delivery. Exactly. Amazon is being legendary for horrible working yeah. conditions where their workers literally have to pee in bottles because they can't stop for pee breaks. Yeah. Um, and Jeff Bezos is like out there with his billions in his yachts while his employees are literally being tortured. Yeah. But I don't know, Papu, I feel bad, but I cannot live without one day shipping now. Like, I'm, it's horrible. Like, if I don't get my Christmas tree the next day, I'm going to break something. That instant gratification of consumerism has completely taken over my psyche. Yeah. But hey, 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 we were talking about food. Let's go back to food, though, because Papu just went for it. <laughs> I was trying to ease into Thanksgiving and Papu was like, white people, food sucks. And I was like, oh, OK, well, all right. <laughs> so uh, let's rewind before Black Friday and go back to American Thanksgiving. To all our American listeners that are listening right now, we are very sorry for alienating you. But for real, man, Thanksgiving food is just not tasty. I don't get it. I don't find it tasty. The turkey, unless it's deep fried, like unless you go to those families that have those big, like, like you know, they have these big um, chemical mm -hmm. barrels that they dip a giant turkey in and, <laughs> and like fry the whole thing. Wow. Then it's just not tasty. Oh my God, Papu. I'm, okay, you're vegetarian. I'm a vegetarian. But, yeah, unless the, <laughs> so yes, I Papu's no a good opinion. vegetarian. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, turkey is not even tasty. And have you even seen turkeys? They're so ugly. Do people, and they're cute, actually, at the same time. Do people have turkey otherwise? 
if it was I mean I've I have like turkey mince like minced turkey sometimes to make my keema because okay. I don't have it with like red meat anymore but other than that I don't have turkey mm. or turkey ham maybe but yeah so they the taste the actual turkey itself is not tasty and it's such a big bird like you need a massive oven to put it oh. in but then they like stuff it and the stuffing is not tasty and then they do this weird like uh cr- like cranberry sauce which is very sour but then they add like three cups of sugar to sweeten it <laughs> and um the worst for me is the desserts i can't stand pumpkin pie or potato sweet potato pie it's so starchy mm-hmm. like everything is so thick and heavy have you had pumpkin pie uh no i have not but i can imagine it to be starchy because it's like a potato no. family so okay but i feel bad like i feel like food also like i think americans like it because it's tradition right like i can eat like my varan bhat every day for those of you my maharashtrian listeners that are mm-hmm. listening like it tastes like nothing like it would taste like cardboard to you but it makes me feel good so maybe that's what thanksgiving is it's just well, the feel you know goodness of it i guess uh, it's not our fault that americans have not very interesting food traditions like indians like after all spices cannot grow in that land so you know we're kind of blessed wow papu's so. just zinging it out there just pating 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 so tell me about this podcast you listen to oh um i am a big fan of the sporkful which is by dan hashman it's a podcast for uh not for foodies but for food lovers and by talking about food will i get hungry if i listen to it that's my only problem um does he talk up does he no. have food sounds like asmr cuz if i hear crackling no. something i'll start getting like saliva uh, it, there is a like a breaking of an egg but that is that is just the beginning of uh, oh, okay, you know fine. the podcast all right um, all right sorry but that's on. it um okay. there is a lot but the uh, the whole tagline of the show is that it's uh, by talking about food we learn more about people So it's more about knowing about people and the stories behind the food rather than the food itself and what it tastes or anything like that. I feel that. I can relate to that. Because a lot of his episodes delve into particular cuisines. Sometimes it's also about, you know, things like is uh, sparkling water actually water, <laughs> which is ridiculous. It is. It's for us Coca-Cola lovers, man. We need sparkling water that fizz, okay? <laughs> Isn't it water? Are you, are you, is there something? <laughs> What? I don't know. Okay, never mind. Go Anyways, on. but uh, he did a two-part series about plantation food, uh, which was really interesting. Because, And this was a Thanksgiving episode, right? Uh, no, this came before that. This came in October. Okay, okay. So around the harvest time. But can you also tell our listeners what a plantation is? Can you get into the history of okay, that? Okay, so for me, if uh, I wasn't aware of America and its you know a uh, colonial past in the sense about slavery and all for an indian uh, without any understanding when you say plantation indians would be like okay coffee plantation yes. tea plantation right, you know right, right. you don't have that uh, association right. but if you say plantation say for example uh, the whole idea of this episode came about through a chance conversation with um, a friend of his where who is a food writer and when she was at this particular bar in manhattan um they were having some certain drink specials and uh, Uh, she writes about rum and she loves to you know look at different types of rum um she was trying a different drink and she asked the bartender what kind of rum was used in it and um 
before answering to her, he kind of looked a little embarrassed and he kind of... Because she was black, um, right? She's a black writer. Yeah, she was black. Yeah. So he kind of leaned to her and kind of whispered saying, um, it's uh, called plantation rum. And um, she was like, she had a face. She's like, what? I mean, yeah, I, I know. It, it just sounds ridiculous. And then she started thinking about it like why is it called plantation and, rum? but what and is a plantation though so the so in okay. the so in the olden days of america when slavery was yeah. alive and vibrant and white people ruled north america and you know all that stuff but why did they have plantations cotton plantations place? was one of the main things so uh the sugar s- sugar plantations yeah so uh, the african slaves in north america used to pick cotton uh, they used to pick sugar. They used to basically work their entire lives in a plantation. Yeah. And, though and they were whipped. They had songs. There are a lot of songs that they used to sing when they used to do this work. So mm. it's a big part of African-American history, plantation right. culture. You know, yeah. it was, they were kept to do work long hours. Children's used, children used to work in the plantations. Young, young children. Yeah. So it has a horrible history for black people. And white people love it because that was a great time for them. You know, they used to just yeah. whip their slaves and work used to get done. And they used to go back to their big mansions that were, they used to have mansions on the plantation. You could, the farms. That is true. So it was like an acre. It was like wealthy families owned plantations in America and had slaves. So if you ever meet a white person, in America, and they talk about their family's history, mm. and they mention the word plantation, you know they had slaves. Yeah, and uh, so basically for white people, when uh, so he, he did a two-part series where in the first part, he spoke to white people. Um, these could be either someone who's uh, written plantation cookbook, uh, authored recipes, or uh, people who you know use plantation in any of their products that they sell. Uh, what does it mean? What do they want to denote when they use the word plantation? And you can hear how uncomfortable they are when being confronted. Uh, In fact, an old lady goes by saying, oh, I did not think about it. And, you know, when I agreed to this interview, but now I feel really like, you know, um, judged and (laughs) <laughs> oh no, you called me out. I was just romanticizing the word plantation. It's so innocent. Like, I mean, that was a time when, you know, American values were real and, you know, people knew where they belonged and everyone was in their place. Like, it was such a wonderful time for me and my family. So they don't that even is, think, right? Like when they think of plantation, they think of family. They think of like warmth. They think of, you know what they think of? They think of Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. <gasps> they think of the movie. You nailed they it. They think of pretty dresses. They think of having iced tea on the lawn. Yes. They don't think of what's going on in the background. So when they go to the plantation to have these stores, what they expect to see is, you know, women in beautiful dresses, uh, you know, a, a lot of help. Uh, doing stuff around but they don't know the the atrocities that actually right. uh, the backs on who on whose backs these plantation were built you know um, uh, working in a cotton plantation in a sugar plantation is labor intensive work it requires a lot of yes. muscle that's why there was so much exploitation um, slaves right. were you know um, in the second episode in fact uh, the second part of the series talks about Thomas Jefferson 
um and him being Ooh, being can i tell you a story about thomas jefferson really quickly yeah uh so thomas jefferson was one of the founding fathers i think of america but he's yeah. like a huge deal in american history uh mm-hmm. when i was taking my african american studies in my american college that i went to my professor hated thomas jefferson so much every semester he would take out a 20 dollar bill and he's like you want to know how much i hate thomas jefferson and he'd show the 20 dollar bill and he's like this has this is how much and he'd eat it wow he'd eat the whole 20 dollar bill up and he'd be like every semester i eat 20 dollars just to show you how much i hate that man he was a horrible person yeah. he owned slaves he was pretty evil he was pretty evil he owned 600 slaves he's revered in american history uh so the second episode actually uh, dan hashman talks to uh the black people um especially he goes to thomas jefferson's estate which Ooh. is uh, which is where which is a major tourist spot uh this is where he he had thousands of acres and he always wanted to he would go uh, on trips to france he was like the first cultural minister of america so he was sent to france for four years and he decided to take his favorite cook uh, which was a 17 year old boy um slave boy and uh, this young uh, guy uh, when he was in france in france slavery was not allowed so he saw uh, black people being free men uh, at the same time it was uh, it was a cultural shock to him but at the same time he was learning these new french techniques uh he actually he did not even know how to read and write he learned how to read and write he learned french he found a community underground who, that could help him do all of pick up all these skills he learned to cook alongside these big french chefs uh when he came back to america with thomas jefferson he uh struck a deal and uh, he uh tried to bargain for his um, freedom to be uh, a free man and thomas jefferson said that uh, as long as you uh, give him a condition that as long as you train another man um and i see that he is fit i will let you go so he trained his brother and uh, uh his brother later on became like the head chef of the kitchen of uh, Thomas Jefferson and uh, they were responsible for um, you know marrying the flavor of uh, the french cuisine with the uh, virginia food traditions and that's how uh, that place got a very unique um, style all the dishes that were cooked um in fact they they brought all the delicate sauces which were very french way of cooking um incorporated into their um cooking traditions so yeah it, it's a pretty interesting story and uh, unfortunately the story didn't end very well in the case of james who was this 17 year old boy when he left uh but i will leave that to you to find out how that goes um, oh wow yeah. papu's <laughs> going to like totally force you to listen now to know how it ends you know this uh, whole thing with food reminds me of that american chef called paula dean in yeah. like 2013 2000 or 2015 we got to witness the downfall of this massive celebrity chef uh she was like she had an empire she was up there with the contessa barefoot contessa and all those ladies um she mm. was sued by several of her african american employees for her racism she used to call them the n word basically she used to call a lot of Whoa. her yep she straight up just called them the n word she is an example of one of those women who romanticized the era mm. she basically had parties where she would have her employees dress up in slavery era clothing 
Ugh. Yes. Like, talk about romanticizing that era. She even wanted one of them to dress up like Aunt Jemima. For those of you who don't know who Aunt Jemima is, again, I'll refer back to Gone with the Wind. That uh, She's also on the pancake batter here yeah. and, like, on the on the syrup, maybe like, the fake sugar syrup. But did they just put her picture or does she own it? I think, no, I think they just put her picture there. That's, I'd have no idea, but I oh, doubt it she's real. But it, it's like this, exactly the Gone with the Wind era. Like, Papu nailed it. So, Paula Dean basically lost her empire because she was one of those people that couldn't understand how this was so wrong like she just couldn't get it like i don't see what's wrong i just i'm an innocent white lady like uh, i don't know i'm so fragile (laughs) my feelings oh i'm sorry that you're feeling more hurt i'm sure those people who had the n-word called to them is like you know like what i love about white people is they're more hurt about us calling them racist than they (laughs) and then when we get upset by racism they say we're oversensitive Right? Like, that's the that's the <laughs> irony of it all. By the way, the, I, I think I've said this before in the podcast, but the best word to call white people is racist. Like, they just don't take it well. And I use it as <laughs> often as I can because it's very entertaining. <laughs> they don't know how to take it. They get really red in the face. But me? Huh? No. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, essentially, the whole point of this conversation was that white people food sucks. Isn't that right, Papu? That's, that's, what, that's what we can... <laughs> Wrap this up with. <laughs> um, speaking of crazy old white people, uh, mm-hmm. Papu, have you heard of this thing that's taking the interwebs uh, for the past few weeks called OK Boomer? Oh, that has been a while. Was that also? Okay, well, we haven't had a podcast oh, yes. in a while, okay? And I'm also, <laughs> thank you. And I'm also been out of touch. So I just kind of been getting on the OK Boomer bandwagon, okay? <laughs> anyway. Don't laugh at me. Yeah. Uh, this, this is this is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Can you please tell our listeners what OK Boomer is? Okay, it's so last two weeks ago. I can see <laughs> Papu's already bored of the OK Boomer thing. She's just like, do you really want to talk about this? Mm. Jesus, okay. Well, yeah, I think it started with a TikTok video of this guy where he says OK Boomer, whatever. Um, and then it kind of became like such a big thing on the internet. Um what really blew it was uh, this video of a parliament in uh, New Zealand where this young, um, you know, government uh, official, she's just 22 years old, uh, you know, she was giving a full lowdown and uh, I think uh, she was kind of heckled. She was talking about climate change and how... Yeah, the, about yeah. climate change. Uh, she was heckled by this older guy. You don't hear him that well, but then she, without miss- missing a beat, she just turns to him and says okay boomer and then she keeps continues reading out her report oh, it was so subtle and so just like sassy and people dismissive did not, some people did not get it because <laughs> old people didn't get it man those most yeah. of the people in parliament were old f-ing boomers themselves so for those of you who are listening who, do, who don't know what a boomer is what's what are the boomers what's the age group of a boomer um, i think around uh, born after the 1940s to our parents yeah basically uh the baby boomers they were the ones uh it's a very american term it isn't a very american term but essentially anybody born between the the 40 the mid 40s and the 60s the the reason they were called boomers is because that was the time of um you know economic boom in america and uh, that was after the world war uh and this was a time of optimism so the people who grew up the, uh, around that time, they grew up with rapid growth and change. They had uh, 
good wages that they could actually support a family buy a house. they could actually buy a house do a lot of things like they did not have to spend a lifetime paying off their student debt all of those things which is a big crisis in america yeah presently you will find these boomers still sticking on to big positions of vp chairman yep. all of those people in power uh, are it, still boomers yes in politics also so that's why it's very understandable why young people especially millennials are having this uh, very frustrating yes. time convincing them that uh, the problems that we are dealing with right now which is climate change economic inequality high uh, debt everything is because of the problems they created if they would have you know seen this coming we wouldn't have to bear the brunt of it and what's happening now is yeah like papu said millennials and gen z we're frustrated with them we're sick of you know, them not listening to us so the response is to dismiss them now and they're not they're not taking it well so you cannot say okay boomer in a workplace by the way yeah <laughs> did you read that report there was a memo it's that ageist. was sent out it's ageist that, uh, yes there was a memo that was sent out by a company saying that okay boomer is ageist so please do not refrain from using it uh in the workplace i had to hold back like, on using it on a couple of people wow. at work i did because i love that word but hurt i did use it on my parents but they didn't get it but it's fine can we what's the equivalent for desis though okay boomer that i can use with my parents mm, i don't know how can i dismiss their like when my mom starts talking about how women should look good for their husbands because otherwise they lose interest how do you i reply what? with okay boomer uh, to my mom I don't think there's an equivalent because what I find very specific to our generation is our use of irony. The way millennials use irony, mm, dark is irony, is very specific in, to our generation. In fact, later on I'm sure there will be like lots of studies done about how this is a coping mechanism. And so I don't think there could be a it's like speaking a language that they can never understand that's very true and it's fun because i feel like we are in on the joke and they don't get it so they get even more angry <laughs> so i'm i'm trying to explain to my parents now like what boomer is but they still don't get it like cuz they're like well i've lived a long time i have i have experienced so much and you just want to dismiss me that way i have so much knowledge to spew and you're like yeah but you also come with like really age old outdated you know uh you know knowledge to spew that nobody wants to listen to anymore and you're not really listening to the mental health issues that we are going through like every time anybody from our generation was like hey mom dad i'm depressed ah mm-hmm. oh, just relax go bloody f-ing, uh, take a walk outside you'll be fine like you know just dismissing mm-hmm. us so now it's our turn to dismiss you god damn it mm-hmm. i find it very empowering okay boomer I think it's great. I think it needs to catch on in India and the rest of the Desi sphere. So guys, mm. please start calling your parents boomers. Just do it. It's not like offensive sounding, right? Like just it sounds cute too. Like okay, boomer, chalo. I guess it's like a pat it, on the head to a puppy. <laughs> like ha chal, chokya, okay. Aww. Boomer, chalo. Hmm. I guess it's a it's a way to come back when you're feeling really frustrated uh, during those conversations where you realize that you're uh political ideas and like your basic ideas don't match sometimes and it can be frustrating talking to someone who's held those ideas for so long so you could just walk out of that conversation by saying okay boomer i guess in that situation this would work anyway all right moving on um papu can we like move on to more gossip stuff now like more of like the 
Oh yeah. Pop culture. You know what? I was thinking, do you want to talk about um holiday movies? Oh god, yeah. But can we do that later because there's quite a few. Sure. Yeah, yeah, there's quite a few that's been I actually have okay. the movie list at the bottom, so I'm like on it. Bitch. Um but uh-huh. first, first first TV. I want to talk about TV. TV, okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know Superwoman Lily Singh aka she got a talk show. Did you know that? Do you know Lily oh, Singh yes. has a talk it's show? Oh yes, it's been quite a few. Yeah, there've been Sorry, every time I look at my list, I've yeah. written the Lily Singh show and I keep like skipping over it and I don't know why. Uh dude, have yeah. you seen it? Have you she watched has, it? She uh, has No, I've watched a few snippets of it. I totally support her, but she's not my flavor. You know, I feel really bad saying this, but she's not my flavor either, and I don't know why. I feel really guilty saying that. It's okay. Um maybe cuz she she talks very fast and then my my anxiety and heart rate go up and then You're I'm not a bad feminist if you don't support other women. Okay, so I'm not a bad desi feminist. There's, I do support her. Yes. I just can't watch her show. Yes. I I I, like, I don't know why. We support I, her in the sense like we are a fan but we won't you know kind of we I, I I support her mm-hmm. but I don't want to like watch her show. <laughs> It's yeah. like that, right? Where you kind of like don't have an answer. You're just like, eh, my hands are up in the air. Like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of watched her, her, uh, what's it called? Like she put out like a trailer, like a one minute thing where she did a whole dance about her yeah. show and then she opened it up and that was fabulous. That was, yeah. Like a woman, like she's one of the first, bi- so one of the things that irked me was, I don't know, well, she's, they've marketed her as a bisexual brown late night talk show mm. host, a woman, like the first of its kind. So this is already like her brand. Mm. Like, you know, she lacks p- and she lacks dick and she's dark. And it's like, okay, calm down. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's a lot of that emphasis. Um, <clears throat> but she's got, she's had some really good guests on she her show. So whoever's like really her, good like she had Snoop Dogg. I thought Snoop Dogg comes for anything. Excuse me? Yeah, actually he does. He was on that movie with Sing is King, which I'm still traumatized do you watch, by. Do you watch oh. Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg's cooking show? No, I don't. But I know those two are f***ing. Those two are so doing it hard. They like have sex. <laughs> no, they, they have sex. They smoke weed. And then she cooks for him that's what their whole thing is i'm telling you okay the cameras roll mm. post coitus anyway sorry <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah lily singh i mean she had that other crazy white lady uh chelsea handlers on there who's like on this weird white mm. apology tour right now anyway i don't know even when white people do try it's like oh god um so <laughs> so i guess we're just going to skip this because neither of us are into lily singh but we're proud of her and we support her but we don't watch her if that means anything to anybody <laughs> which by the way she also had a black friday sale because she put up a post about it i mean there she's a brand now right like i'm so i'm so sure yeah. priyanka chopra and hashtag prick yeah. have a whole thanksgiving christmas thing coming out you know, Priyanka Chopra is going to take like photos of her as Mother Mary and him as Jesus for Christmas cards this year, I'm oh, sure. Oh, d- didn't you put up a, uh, you told me that she got a puppy or something. Oh, yeah. I was drunk, I think, <laughs> when I texted that, wasn't I? Yes, you, you did. You told me that. <laughs> I uh, Yeah, Priyanka Chopra got Nick Jonas a puppy. I don't know. Why do I care? Why is that even news? <laughs> Why are we talking about this? I don't know. Do you think he's hot? Like no. she had, she like took the video of him like shirtless in bed. But like I wanted to cover his face because I'm just she's way hotter than him. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> he's okay. I think they'll have really light skinned children, so that'll make her happy. All right. So next thing to talk about, 
um, Papu, did you know that Marie Kondo has an online store now? Oh, yes. You showed me a picture of her, um, you know, uh, meditation gongs. <laughs> did not somebody else must have sent that to you i mean maybe oh i think i saw it i came across it what is it? a meditation <laughs> gong what is that i don't even know what that is it's like a, so basically it was some sort of a bowl and it, there was like a crystal like you kind of kind of bring vibes basically through okay. the sound i i saw that you can buy a handmade japanese mini jharu to clean your dishes with and it was 35 dollars wow. it's the size of my hand it's a matcha are you sure it's not to make matcha it looked like a jhadu well it's to make matcha what is matcha matcha muchu what green tea oh green tea i'm sorry i'm not as cultured as you jesus <laughs> god so when you make matcha it's uh, it's like a little jhadu that you kind of whisk it with to get that froth. how do you know this what the fuck how do you know because this because i've seen photos and videos oh. and i don't okay, know well then i haven't i've never heard of this i think that jadu is to make matcha okay well do you want do you need a 35 dollar jadu from marie kondo by any chance declutter your life with a mini jadu no no all right anyway okay well fine uh next topic papu said <laughs> the weekend released a song yes you release the weekend all right and when i said weekend i had to what was your reaction can you please tell our listeners so for those of you who haven't heard of the weekend he's a american canadian excuse me <laughs> he's a canadian musician starboy um, is one of his well known or songs. like i can't feel my face when i'm with you oh yeah but i like yeah. it which is a cool song he sounds like he's definitely trying to sound like michael jackson all the time mm. uh he came out with a new album but the thing is his face and his music is like soft boy f- boy like oh, yes. ekdam chaka chuck for the most tortured bro soul out there <laughs> is the weekend's music. Uh and this song is called Heartbreak wait uh, what is it I told you Heartless Heartless which uh, allegedly some people say is based on um, uh Bella Hadid. Uh what I heard the song and it's just so uh, sad like first of all I don't like his music because he just objectifies women. Uh they just become like side bitches and hoes and I don't know it's like this guy just I don't know why he has to try so hard to be like, oh man, look at me. Like, you know, all these people want a piece of me and I'm just... And he's the worst part about him. He's so ugly. He's like DJ Khaled. You know, DJ Khaled said he doesn't eat... He doesn't eat... Yeah, he doesn't eat... Yes. (laughs) My point is, is that DJ Khaled is nowhere even close to being good looking and he has the audacity to say he doesn't eat... Uh, Weekend. I'm fairly certain the weekend doesn't eat... either i have this feeling like bella hadid was probably intensely sexually unsatisfied he he must just be singing to her and then putting her to sleep and that was their sex life she would have never known none the wiser do you like the song though papu does it make your pee popping la, la, when la. i heard it i was like i was just like scoffed at it i was like i can't imagine how his manager would have kept a straight face when he would be like hey you know i made some new music like listen to this and he would put it on and you know oh god he no. falls under the same bandwagon as like drake yes both of them are canadians what is it in the canada water that makes soft boys i don't know yaar they're really cute over here they're like golu bolu boys like my husband's a golu bolu <laughs> i don't know they're yeah they're soft boys in canada like 
chomu chomus even the gang guys are like very cute <laughs> you can't take them seriously in canada i'm sorry i don't know why you know they try to be all thug life you know like shut up canadian <laughs> moose eating maple syrup mother <laughs> all right uh next uh are we going to stick to the topic of boys or what else what other boy can i talk about should we move to movies movies actually i want to talk about hindi movies marjawa just came oh up. by the way did you know that they're making a hindi version of a girl on a train with shraddha kapoor girl on a train what is that it's it's basically this uh, best seller book that came out i think few years ago it's about this girl who is on a train and she happens to really? see oh my god <laughs> you said the name of the book and the movie what is the movie about it's about a girl on a train what the f- witnesses something uh, which might have been a murder and then it becomes like um a, a you get to understand more about her about why she obsessed about this house that she always passes you learn that she used to live there there was some sort of a murder happened there but she cannot remember details because she has a drinking problem and she gets blackout drunk so it oh, kind of i've seen this movie and i figured it out listen i'm not very bright okay <laughs> like when i watch movies like i fucking don't see coming but my husband always predicts it i predicted this movie halfway through the who done it part i figured it out so i don't know if the book sucked or the movie sucked did you figure it out in the well, book well i think the book kind of sucked anyways i just read it because everyone was talking about it and then i watched the movie to see if it kind of made you know was as sucky i don't know i have too much time um oh but, i can look forward to my father being like sweetie you must watch this movie excellent acting by shraddha kapoor excellent <laughs> uh jansi kirani is coming i think that's what is that coming out on it's like an american indian movie or something no no jansi kirani is with uh, this lady na kangana isn't it How no is... hey 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 listen kangana's been cancelled in 2019 we don't do her anymore on the show sorry guys she has like this weird like modi thing going that we're not into um i'm talking <laughs> about this new movie called the warrior queen of jhansi uh which seemed to be like a white people indian people movie like one of those movies um mm-hmm. and it's like an epic i don't know you can like see it it's like you know i found it on variety i didn't really find it on the desi blogs uh the actress is devika bhise i i have no idea mm-hmm. okay anyway so that that's happening uh and then there was another movie called marjan marjanwa which right that had um What's his name? Yeah, Marjanva and it had like Siddharth Malhotra and Tara Sutaria. Mm-hmm. Sutaria, who is this white girl? Tara Sutaria, she that? was in Student of the Year. Ooh. I actually watched that movie. I tried to the songs are <laughs> good but I can't. Part 2, I think I was hate watching. Oh, so me and my roommate decided we're going to watch movies. It's the time to no. disco. Yeah, I think you were way back in 2000. Student of the Year came just the second student of the year with tiger shroff what's the first one had alia bhat right and it's the time to disco is yes. is from that movie they did a remixed version of it yeah that's what i'm saying man okay. am i that old I, oh i'm sorry papu's <laughs> papu cannot even handle me being two weeks behind now if i go even beyond that she's like mortified okay so the new student of the year with tiger shroff no it's on. not very new also actually it came a few months ago 
You know um, what? I'm feeling that you're kind of ageist against me right now. <laughs> I'd just like you to back off things. Um, Dara Sutaria, uh, you know, honestly, I I find all the all these new actresses kind of looking the same. Yeah. Um, tall with, you know, with the same sort of hair and body type. Yeah, yeah. Disha Patani, Tara Sutaria, I don't know. Uh, People are going to come at me and be like, how dare, they're not the same, whatever. But I don't know, they just look the no, same. No, they look the same, guys. They look the same. Like, trust me, like, my husband will be, like, he has desi blindness and most most people do everyone thinks my father everyone here thinks my father looks like anupam care okay and i'm like no he doesn't but apparently he really looks like anupam care no you're that da- da- no, i doesn't. know but my uh, white people have they see blindness but we have white blindness so it's fine <laughs> uh yeah so when my husband watches like hindi movies with me he cannot tell the chicks apart he is so confused <laughs> so <laughs> trust me <laughs> you cannot uh but yeah anyway so papu you wanted to talk about holiday movies right yes okay but are we referring to like Christmas holiday, right? Isn't that a tradition? Because like usually all the good um, English movies, like kind of Hollywood movies, look at me calling it English movie. <laughs> oh, foreign. <laughs> foreign. <laughs> foreign movies. Foreign film. Yeah, well, um, you know, I was really excited about uh, Last Christmas and I went and watched it with my Last girlfriends. Last Christmas, you gave me my I was very disappointed. The very next day. That's the movie with Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah. And the hot Emily. Asian guy from Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, and there is uh, Michelle oh. Yeoh. Dude, that guy, by the way, he's in like all the chick flicks. I saw him with another movie with like Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick. And he's just like the hot side <laughs> piece now, which I'm totally okay <laughs> with. I'm, I like... Own this so tell me tell me watch this movie in the theaters Was uh, it nice? no guys like it's it's got a really horrible twist in the end okay so no spoilers don't worry but but i would say don't spend money to go in the cinema just wait for it to come on tv and watch <laughs> it Papu paid for it and she wants her money back i got so. half off okay i get buy one get one free ticket so technically Yes, I didn't pay okay, for good. the price. So you don't have to give them all yeah. your money. That's mm-hmm. good. Uh, okay, so uh, so Papu says nay. nay. Uh, what other holiday movies? Are we going to also... I want to watch Frozen though. <gasps> Frozen 2? Oh my God, I was just telling my husband this yesterday and he was like, why do you want to watch Frozen? And I was like, do you <laughs> even know me? Yeah. Like, what is this? Like, this is... I love Frozen. I of yeah. princess movies as it is. Who was your favorite character in that? Uh, Elsa. Duh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anna's cute too though. <laughs> I like her. I like the whole thing. But yeah, Frozen 2, I'm super, super duper hyped mm. by. I really, really cannot wait to watch that one. Uh, and then what else is out? Mm. I'm trying to see what Hindi movies... No, no, no Hindi movies coming out in December, right? Oh no, wait, I'm kidding. They're making a movie called Pati, Patni or Vo. Oh God, no. This is horrible. Dude, Bhumi is in everything. She's blowing up now. This eh? is what I this is what I sent you by the way, the link to that Kartikarian movie oh. where he's just being a dick. Oh. The internet is angry. Like when I say the internet, I'm saying the women on uh, Indian women. They're Indian like Indian Twitter. What? They see feminist yeah, Twitter. They see Twitter. Feminist Twitter, I would say, so that I'm not just saying women. Um And understandably so, because Karthik Aryan has made a career out of playing really, like, boys, okay? Who is this man? I've never seen this man. He was also in um, 
स्वीटू की टूटू टीटू की शादी वट एवर एंड बिफोर दैट इज दिस पर्टिकुलर फिल्म टू और टीटू ओनली देसीज विल नो द स्वीटू एंड टीटू थिंग इट्स ही जस्ट प्लेस इज इन टाइटल्ड गाय हुज लाइक दिस मोनोलॉग्स वेर हीज लाइक यू नो इट्स वेमेन इज दे आर फॉर अगेन इट जस्ट ट्रीट्स वेमेन एज ऑब्जेक्ट्स that he has to conquer oh that was the one where he said that really weird line in yeah right actually let me just play it yeah bibi se sex mang le to hum bhikari bibi ko sex na de to hum atyachari aur kisi tarah jugad laga ke usse sex hasil kar le na to balatkari bhi hum hai apni khushi apne haath mein hoti hai rizvi wo to shaadi se pehle hoti hai na wow all right moving on another movie that's coming out has got arjun kapoor papu's favorite actor like papu like i'm telling you guys when arjun kapoor movies comes out like papu she fucking loses it arjun kapoor no pani pat arjun kapoor is dating malaika arora khan right yeah man good for them i love this whole generation of women and dating but look at him look at her i feel like he lets her slap him during sex so this is why he's in her life well yeah i mean i think you know why not like i want he's the kind of guy i would totally bang but also smack around a little bit just be like just thoda sa kuchu kuchu i like siddharth malhotra okay moving on boring ass movie no one's going to watch it yeah. do you remember rani mukherjee did a movie a few years ago called uh, mardani i didn't watch it but i do remember she's a police officer yeah i mean she's a, she's yeah. a f- king hot cop god damn girl uh it was okay i was bored but i like rani mukherjee cuz you know nostalgia and mm-hmm. uh they making a part 2 part 2 mm. coming back as shivani shivaji roy part 2 okay. and uh, she's basically has to arrest a 21 year old serial rapist and mm. it's set in rajasthan so we can look back to the adventures of rani coming up mm. um the bang is also coming up which nobody cares about so <laughs> So Katrina Kaif has come up with her own beauty line. Oh, what do you think of does that? Does it like uh, pertain to only women that are her skin tone, or is it inclusive? <laughs> Why is she trying to come up against Rihanna? Are you king psycho? Yeah. Do you even want to dip your toes in that water? In a way, um, because I've seen her, uh, you know, practice for her dancing, and I, I kind of admire her because. uh all of these behind the scene videos or even when i watch any of her songs i'm just i love how easy she makes every step look and i know a lot of work goes into that so i think she's a very dedicated actress but um i guess she's just trying to expand her um uh, fitness i think she's might be being weeded out by bollywood now they're like ah oh, okay your run time is done now we consider you old mm. uh, but not our bollywood boys they'll still get roles yeah. but the women they're cycle through fast right True. like Yeah. Sorry you're going through this Katrina. Which is sad. Uh I can't get into Katrina cuz I always associate her with um lustful Indian uncles that have been around that uh, you know out of nowhere they'll be like ah wo Katrina to ekdam oh you know and it's like 50 year old men talking about her and I'm like that's all I associate her with so I'm very sorry about that. I remember her when she came in the movie called Boom. Do you remember that mm, by Kezad no. Gustad? He had a banger soundtrack. It was like this indie movie by this filmmaker called uh, it had young it had Padma Lakshmi, Katrina Kaif and another Padma. And she was like 18 and I think I was in college at that time. Oh my god, wait a second. It had Amitabh Bachchan. Oh my god. 
you just reminded me of something. You're right. I have seen this movie somewhere it, in the cavities of my brain. I movie, found this. But that wasn't was it. Like really movie. slutty. Like Padma Lakshmi was heavily exploited. Like I remember mm-hmm. those titties everywhere. Right. It was like a. It was an uncle movie yeah. with really young, beautiful yeah, it women in it. Yeah, was an uncle it. movie. I, See, I I'm not watched you, it. She was the uncle woman's actress. But I feel when bad for her. I was in Bombay, I knew like the press were given pre, like you know, midnight screenings, and um, it was so heavily marketed because uh, Amitabh Bachchan was in it, and there were those uh, three gorgeous women, Amitabh and uh, I think Katrina was like a teenager, or you know, and like twenty one or something uh, at that time. Salman Khan had preyed on her at that very young age and just brought her over yeah so um i guess uh, she's waded through pretty treacherous waters in her career uh so by the way so i just wanted to know have you heard of this movie it came out actually like a long time ago uh but i just saw it on amazon recently and i was like oh this made a movie uh did you know there's a movie called photograph by ritesh batra and he did lunchbox no. And it has it has Nawazuddin Siddiqui and Sanya Malhotra. Is it a horror movie? No, no, no. Okay. It's like been at the Sundance Film Festival and all that stuff. Uh, I just saw it on mm. Amazon. I just wanted to mention that like if you guys are bored this weekend, you should watch it. <laughs> it okay. <laughs> it's like one of those things that I can watch while I'm painting walls because that's what that movie... That's what Ritesh Batra's <laughs> movies feel like. It's like watching paint dry <laughs> yeah i said it i didn't like the lunchbox that movie sucked papu did you like the lunchbox i've not watched it actually can i be a, I, never mind i'm not gonna say anything but i feel like you would like that movie because papu loves slow moving movies if you f-ing, like put the brake on and turn the volume low and stretch it out by like three hours i think that's a papu movie because the lunchbox is like that uh anyway by the way, speaking of others, I guess is this is a holiday movie. I don't know. Uh, have you heard of uh, Charlie's Angels, the new one? Oh, that bombed so badly. I'm hot for Kristen Stewart, though. She's hot. Like I Kristen like Stewart. her. You know, I, I really dig her vibe. I love I her fashion. I love her everything, man. She's fine. I, I love her style. Yeah, you're right. Like, and also her whole uh, androgynous thing and... Like she doesn't care. No, I'm I'm totally hot for her. There's something about her. Like I'm like damn. The Runaways was an amazing movie. Uh, she's been in some good ones. After Twilight, I think she was like, I just needed to launch my career. Now please off movies, and now she's like doing her own thing, which is fabulous. Yeah. But that Indian chicky is also in there. Uh, Aladdin. Aladdin. Jasmine. Jasmine is also in the Charlie's Angel reboot. Yeah. Charlie's. This was a movie uh, produced by Elizabeth Banks. I like her, man. She did Pitch Perfect. Yeah, yeah. What's she's, up? she's good. Yeah. But yeah, she just, does fun movies. I don't know. This movie just didn't work. I don't it's know. It's one of those movies, again, I'm going to watch when I paint my walls. <laughs> like, you know, just background noise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. I like watching hot chicks fight. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a anti-feminist movie and make it feminist for the Tams. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think um, one movie huh? uh, which uh, the casting was announced for, which I'm really excited about is, I know you won't be happy because it's a superhero movie, uh, Catwoman, Zoe Kravitz oh, as Catwoman. Actually, you know, I might watch that because Robert Pattinson is Batman and I... And Zoe, oh my God, she, I and know, who? she's like... Oh, Zoe? Zoe Kravitz. She's like the white people's black person. You know that, right? I know, but she has amazing 
like bones and I don't know her face is amazing oh my god like, she's got that like very and like you know biracial look that's like so ethereal like you don't I know where she's talking from. about the biracial I'm joking look. I'm joking it, I'm it's her eyes she's got very cat-like yeah, eyes yeah, yeah. Very she's, she's fine as hell Even there's no doubt she's super sexy Bella Hadid had that eye like like leopardess oh whatever Bella Hadid's eyes are fake okay I've seen her before eye surgery photos anyway uh, no, Zoe, Zoe is super hot. Um, and no, I'm actually hyped for the new Batman. See, that's the thing. I don't know who their audience is, but you roped me in with Robert Pattinson. I guess. That is like, you know, Cedric Diggory and like, <laughs> you know, my Twilight boy. You know, because DC has its own world. Marvel is like, you know, tries to get all these. DC has its own very dark and very... I don't know. It's like an emo kid. Are you going to watch it? Like, how many times can we watch these yeah. reboots? Like, f***ing America, come up with some new ideas or new something. No, actually, it's not a reboot. Like, if you remember, Batman has been played by so many different actors, right? There was George Clooney. Then there was, like... George Clooney's the worst Batman. You picked, like, the worst Batman. You gotta start with Michael Keaton and then move your way down, okay? <laughs> Jesus. Wait, which was the one directed by uh, um, the guy where the... Uh, Penguin was um, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, yeah. That was Tim Burton's, Tim Burton's Batman. Batman. Michael, yeah, yeah. That was Michael Keaton. That was the best one. Yeah, that was that, was, the, that is my one. favorite Batman mm-hmm. with with Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Catwoman. Oh my god. Yeah. See, after that, any Batman movie is for me. Like, I cannot watch the other ones, the other recent ones with that idiot as Batman. <laughs> Superhero shit. I cannot take it serious. It's meant to be cartoonish. Okay. Stop trying to make it serious for me. It's a bat that flies like come on (laughs) put some spotlight into the sky god geez please stop this i cannot my disbelief cannot be suspended anymore like you you need to pay me now to watch this stuff (laughs) anyway all right well i don't know how much more crap we have to talk about what other stuff is there no other holiday movies (laughs) a lot of netflix holiday movies i'm thinking night something with vanessa hudgens came out which i'll probably also i am totally re-watching old movies i i re-watched uh uh, what did you watch oh grinch stole christmas jim carrey does the best grinch ever it's such a good movie he does he's so method actor man like he probably lived like the grinch in his house you know for that yeah, whole time he and it's him. He's, and it's a perfect crazy. movie to counter this uh you know materialism because that's what we we experience right now right the grinch is actually great like he's grumpy he doesn't want any friends like i feel the guy you know yeah i I totally get his vibe it's relatable it's sad that the grinch is so relatable in today's day and age Mm. that's a good movie that's a really good movie you know what i'm going to rewatch today home alone (gasps) that's pretty iconic christmas movie yes it is um i love it because i'm doing my home alone phase (laughs) Which the emoji It's so violent. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most violent movies I can ever remember watching as a child. And I love that. I remember so... how everything was so shiny and red in that movie. Like the bobbles yes, were beautiful. Very Christmassy. Yeah. I know. It made it very cozy and warm, right? Yeah, it, it was a good Christmas movie. It literally was um, if Ralph Lauren made a movie... That was how it would look because everyone looks like they're dressed in Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren's clothes are his, like, is that, like, cardigans. Wow. You give the 90s way too much credit, but okay. 
All right, so I think we're actually done talking all the goss that we could goss we about. We had down. more important issues that we had on our list to talk about like two weeks ago, but we didn't get to that. Yes. We whittled it down. So no, I think this is good. I think we spoke quite a bit. Yeah. Now I think it's time to wrap up because I don't know what else, no other goss to talk about. All right, guys, let's take a quick music break and then we will be right back and wrap up the show. This is our second to last episode in 2019. Yes, I am aware. Oh my God. We are entering a new decade. Damn. Yes. 10 years ago. I don't know where was I. Yes, I know where I was. Whoa. I just graduated high school. No, what are you saying? Exactly 20 years ago. (laughs) No, just kidding. 10 years ago. I'm sorry. 20 years ago, I graduated (laughs) high school. Wow, I'm old. 2010. Where was I? Wow, that was... Oh, this year went by like a blur, actually. it This whole decade went by like a blur. Like, I, I <laughs> wow. Okay, so yeah, it's been 10 years and I can't remember what I did. Mm-hmm. Because it feels like forever ago, yet it fell by like, it felt like it went by like in lightning speed. No? Isn't that weird how that happens? Time is a flat circle. Oh, sh- are you what wait are you one of those flat earthers papu are we are we gonna have a conversation <laughs> no that's a line from the first true detective where matthew mcconaughey says that so I okay just good Phew. you know i'd seen this funny like joke or like meme online that said like 20 years ago scientists were saying you know oh my god we're cloning sheep and oh my god you know like uh we landed something on mars and like today's scientists are like the earth is round i'm telling you the earth is round please believe us that's crazy though yeah we are in the era of flat earthers and climate change deniers and anti-vaxxers like i don't know how we went back in time nazis are back so it's interesting i feel like we actually reversed in time so that's going to be something fun to reflect on unfortunately what has uh yeah well yeah unfortunately with uh, social media uh has amplified everyone's voices, including stupid people's voices. So um, they found their own community. The mobs were able to rally, which is terrifying. Yeah, I think it's we need to, our new decade needs to be more like monitoring social media. I, I hate to say that, but mm. not everyone needs a voice, man. Mm. Only the ones that deserve it. I, I mean that. I mean, but then here's the person who has a podcast thinking she has a voice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to what I just said. Um, so I think next episode we'll be yeah. like kind of talking about and reflecting on everything that's happened. Right, Papu? Do you want to do a tarot reading? Yeah, let's do it. 
Are you going to tell me what what to expect for 2020? Yeah, we could uh, not not to expect. Uh, yeah, we could do that. We could it could be fun. We could do um, you know what to look forward to. Um. So yeah. So we do. I think we'll yeah we'll have like a reflections episode, reflecting back on everything we've been through, all that good stuff. <laughs> Sounds fun. And then we're gonna take a break, and then we'll come back 2020 with a bang. And I swear to God, I'll get out of bed to make an episode. I promise you. God promise. <laughs> um. So really quick, before I wrap up, Papu, I need to tell our listeners about this group of girls that have been after my ass uh-huh. on Instagram, okay? And I've been really bad about not mm-hmm. doing this, and I really apologize to them, but hang on. So they're a collective, okay? Okay. So I'm just going to read out what she told me to say. Okay. Uh, they're, they're called Oh My Rithik. Oh My Rithik. So it's an organization built by five college girls from Mumbai to destigmatize and normalize the concept of female fantasies and self-pleasure. Hmm. OMH invites illustrations, poems, stories from girls to express their desires and feelings. To build the OMH tribe, there are many girls across the country who work as volunteers and campus ambassadors. OMH has had many events and sessions in Mumbai, Delhi, mm. Jaipur, and Kolkata, where girls gather around and talk about their fantasies and okay. experiences. This is uh, positive. Yes, uh, you know. it's awesome. It's really cool. They have an awesome Instagram. And you can also visit their website at omyrithik.org, O-H-M-Y-R-I-T-H-I-K.org. Mm. Oh, God. God, finally, I did my duty. Ah, those girls are hustlers, man. Like, they're like, did you do it? Sweetie, did you do it? Sweetie, did you do it? And I was like, F- yes, okay, done, done, done. <laughs> so guys, please check them out. Uh, they seem really awesome. And uh, yeah, supporting other Desi women doing amazing things. I'm on it. Yeah. All right, guys. So we will wrap up the episode. Papu has to go back and be super busy and... <laughs> fabulous like always and i'm going to go paint walls and watch boring movies now all right Woo-hoo. see you guys all right later. guys so we will see you next episode which will be our final one for 2019 and yeah take care papu take care we will see you all soon bye okay bye Hey guys, this is Papu, the other half of Chuski Pop. If you like what you hear, then give us a follow. You can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes and Stitcher. You can also support the show on Patreon and buying our prints on chuskipop.com. Perfect, excellent, wonderful. Chalo, die. This is correct, Pandit Ji. आप मगर पुत्र जी महाराज आपको अपनी पसंद की लड़की मिलेगी कब यह मैं कैसे बता सकता हूं आपको शी हैज अ सूट माय टेंपरमेंट माय नेचर आई हैव टू लाइक हर शी हैज टू लाइक मी हम एक दूसरे को समझे जाने फिर प्यार फिर शादी इसके लिए दिन भी लग सकते हैं साल या 10 साल हाउ कैन आई से दैट
ये क्या कर रहे हैं सब ये मत खाइए ये मत खाइए डॉक्टर ने डॉक्टर ने मना किया है आपको मत खाइए आपको सुगर है नहीं खाइए डैड ये क्या कर रहे हैं आप दूसरी शादी नहीं की इकलौती औलाद को आंख से उजल नहीं कर सकता था लेकिन तेरी जिद पर मैंने तुझे अमरीका पढ़ने भेज दिया तू इतनी सारी डिग्रिया हासिल करके भी काम पर ऑफिस में नहीं आया लेकिन मैंने कहा कोई बात नहीं क्लब में नाचा तूने दारू पी इतनी इतनी रात को घर पर आया मैंने कहा कोई बात नहीं लेकिन अब अब मैं पचास के ऊपर हो गया हूं और जो तेरे रंग ढंग मुझे नहीं लगता मैं अपने पोतों के साथ खेल सकूंगा तो फिर किसके लिए जीव भाई मैं शादी करूंगा डैड आप जिस लड़की के साथ कहेंगे मैं उस लड़की के साथ शादी करने को तैयार हूं लेकिन एक शर्त पर कैसी शर्त मैं पहले एक साल के लिए शादी करके देखूंगा एक साल क्या मतलब अगर उसे एक साल में उस लड़की के साथ मुझे अपनी पूरी जिंदगी बिताने की इच्छा जागे और उसे भी मेरे साथ अपनी पूरी जिंदगी बिताने का मन हो तो ठीक है और हम दोनों में से किसी एक को भी ऐसी फीलिंग पैदा ना हो तो, तो? तो तलाक तू बांगला हो गया तेरा दिमाग चल गया है ऐसी कौन सी लड़की होगी जो एक साल तक बीवी बनने के लिए तुझे शादी के लिए हाँ कर देगी हाँ करेगी तो शादी करूंगा वरना नहीं 